Okay. We're here. Okay, episode 34 of Insert Name Here. Welcome to Insert Name Here, brought to you in full talk and color and living sound with the dulcet tones of the great Alejandra. That's me. I thought you were going to say my last name for some reason. The it sounded like you were going to do both. That's me. Hi. Because I wasn't supposed to say your name, you're supposed to say your name, but who cares? Fuck it, YOLO. That's oh, how yeah. we be out here. <laughs> some sunlight because I'm getting pale <laughs> in in this house. Uh, but when I get my vaccine, boy, who is going to be a, it's going to be a tan girl summer. Vaccine appointment on Friday. Look at you, girl. Look at you. I got to call the number and be like, hello, I'm having trouble. Oh, yes. Important. Uh, first topic, right on the top of it. And we'll say it again at the end. There's a a, co- a COVID equity line slash also it's like there's a link on the Boston.gov um, website. But you call 617-635-5555. And um, they'll help you book or get like the process started to book your COVID vaccine. So do that if you've been searching for it. Yes. Thank you. Um, and... What else? Yeah. Uh, so let's get into other shit. Okay. Um, let's look at some local news. I closed the tab I needed. Thank you. Okay. Local news. Where do we? Where do we? We don't want to start. Uh, let's jump. Let's talk about some mayor shit. So thing. So fun. Uh, thing. Kim Jamie is uh, now officially running for mayor. Obviously, we expected this. You know, as she became the interim mayor, of course. You know, she would run for mayor. Ooh, you would delete shit. Run back, run back, shut up. Of course she would run for mayor. Like, yeah, we expected. Um, She released a cool video, Um, you know, where she... It was a night, it was well shot, all that stuff. Her and Wu take the cake for best um candidate, like, announcing videos so Announcement far. Announcement videos, yay. Um, and, yes. Yeah, Expected. We'll see how it develops. Why wouldn't you run? Is the question. So obviously, obviously that leaves a vacuum in District Seven. Leon Rivera. Woo woo. Uh, So if you don't know, currently Leon Rivera and Angie Camacho are both um, both have put their paperwork in to run, Um, and I believe there might be three or four more people running, which is wild. But it's expected. Johnny, come lately. Um, but let's not remember who, uh, who was the first, first to put their foot who, in, in Let's their not pool. remember who was, who was actually out in the streets doing the work in, you know, the area. Who actually, like, you know, organized folks and all that, blah, blah, But that's just, you know. Anyway. Uh, I wanted to look up a fact about Kim Janey's donors because somebody posted a list of people that were maxing out. And it was a bunch of, like, I have to go look. But a bunch of notable people that are, like, developers and other people, of course, Everybody and giving, knows. like, $1,000 contributions. So, Kim Janey will probably be on this, um, have a large average contribution size number. Oh, like, no, 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 undoubtedly. And, like, you know, definitely she, she's going to have a lot of money, and that's expected. I mean, a lot of them have, they all have a lot of money, honestly. It's Boston. Yeah. You know? And, um... Callie Walsh. I hope that's how she Calla. says Calla? Calla? Yeah, I guess that's two L's. Calla. Calla. I'm guessing she's probably Irish, so probably Calla. Um, she posted this. Um, it says, Boston's mayoral candidates average individual contribution size so far in 2021. Um, with the least, it's Michelle Wu at 127 per- 27 people. $127. After that, it's Andrea Campbell with $265. Did I say that right? $127. Yeah, that's right. Um, Kim Janey with 310, John Barros with 375, Anissa Sabi George with 463, and then finally John Santiago with $466. Um, what that shows you is um, how wild that is, how much money people are donating to make sure that um, some of the worst candidates get elected to mayor of Boston. Um, 
like the ones with the least amount are the three best. <laughs> and I think that is something to make very I mean, notable. But it's and very only clear. average contribution. We how much uh, we could go on OCPF and see how much they actually have. Yeah. Because that that just means that uh, there could be just a, people have a lot of small yes. donors. Smaller, not small. Oh, no. Smaller. I love it. Donors. <laughs> I need a login. Ah, uh, there we go. Um, all right, let's go. Let's. Oh, also, if you guys didn't know, you go to OFC. OCPF.us. And you type in people's names. So I'm going to go with Michelle Wu because she's the first one on this list. Hey, excuse me. Ha, <laughs> ah, goddamn ad blocker. <laughs> You know the worst part is I didn't even install it. You installed it on my computer. You clicked it. You know I clicked it. Um, okay. So, um, so Michelle Wu, um, on April 2nd had 941,191. What? Yeah, that's how you say that, right? Yeah. No, I can't read. 191 dollars and 58 cents. All right. Um, okay. Keep that number in mind? Yep. 9,041. Okay. I mean, 900,000. Oh, hi. 41. Um, Andrea Campbell has nine, um, 974,000. We won't read the rest because it's not that important. Um, but basically 975 almost. What's yes. after that? Kim Janey. On hand. This is. Yes. Cash on hand, guys. Cash on hand. As of their filing date. Cash on hand for Kim Janey is 248000 Yes, and that makes sense considering she just, just announced. Uh, announced. Even though she was, uh, like, you know. not secretly collecting, but kind of secretly. Like, you know, that's how campaigns work. You start, you if start you're on, smart. You start on the low. If you're smart, you reach out to your peoples. You'd be like, hey. All right. Um, so, John, uh, I always want to say Barros. Barros. Um, has $228,000, which is kind of crazy. Um, but it makes sense when you, um, like, think about the, his position and what he was. I'm glad they knew. <laughs> um, Anissa has 428000 Um, and John, okay. I was like, who's left? <laughs> I don't Yo, know who's John left. John Santiago. And John Santiago has 525000 500000 sorry. <laughs> So, um, a mixed bag. Obviously, Michelle Wu, um, who is it? Michelle Wu, Andrea. Andrea is edging Michelle Wu at the moment, um, by a couple thousand. Yeah. And so, both um, of them will probably be at a million by the end of... Yeah, I project Kim Janey will catch up pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, everybody else, probably not. <laughs> Kim Janey is the m- most likely to catch, you know, I don't, yeah. She'll probably get up to a million. Yeah, undoubtedly. So, um, a lot of money being spent on an election, so we'll see how this works. Yeah, we should have publicly financed elections. It's such a waste of money. Bro, the, how many millions was that in total that I just Like, imagine imagine if all these all this money went into mutual aid or all this money went into, like, you know, all like supporting our community. All funds and... that are still asking for money and imagine. people are so willing to donate $1,000 real quick to Kim Janey's race, $1,000 to John Santiago. What the fuck you want? and John Santiago to be the mayor of Boston for? Please, somebody explain to me. I don't even know. I think, I don't even know why John Santiago wants to be the mayor of Boston, to be honest, but. I don't, I don't know what it, what does it serve you? But anyway. But anywho, that's, um, so. Oh, also, um, Dana El Platano dropped out of the <laughs> we race. We last week? Oh, maybe we did. We did. But it's always good to it's come fun again. It's to say again. Dana Platano, he's gone. He's That's gone. Funny. He's wreaking havoc, though. <laughs> he's wreaking havoc on the Twitter streets, and it's hilarious. I don't know if you guys, if you guys are ever on that Boss Poly, um, Mass Poly uh, Twitter sphere, that shit's hilarious. Some Yo, people be somebody, wilding. Somebody asked us today, what do we think about Boss Poly and Mass Poly? T- they Mas said Poly. thoughts. I said, what you mean Thoughts. thoughts? I was like, about what? I'm going to just send them this video. Here's our thoughts. Here's our thoughts. You you know what we should have said? Insert name here. (laughs) Wednesdays are our thoughts. Every fucking Wednesday, insert name here. We speak. Are our thoughts. We speak. Oh. And you know about. Like freaks. In the streets. (laughs) No beat. Spit heat. (laughs) Niggas weak. Anywho. So speaking on these mayoral candidates. <laughs> fuck out of here. Whoever the fuck heard that, y'all know that shit was fire. I don't give a fuck. 
Okay, uh, so John Barros, um, he, according to him, who knows what is, what is true, what is not, not that anybody's denying it, it's not true, but when he was still in his position at the city working as the blah blah blah, um, he worked on an all-inclusive Boston campaign, which is a 2.5 million largely digital ad campaign designed to plant the seeds of economic recovery in the city's tourism and hospitality industries by boosting local neighborhoods away um, from downtown. Kim Janey has now incorporated that into, oh, I'm transparent again, um, <laughs> has incorporated that into wow. kind of what's happening right now as she holds the office of mayor. And he released like a whole press statement about it because I think he was tight that he wasn't getting the credit for it when he no longer works there. And I was like, homie. You don't work there. Should have got it done faster. Also, um, should have got it done faster. I'm gonna be quite honest with you. I don't quite understand what this. You kind of been gone for, for a long time too. This campaign is kind of. Um, John Barros wants to. Uh, I don't know. I'm confused. I'm still. I'm still why is I'm he running? Why do I have really? to do all the? Why is he running every damn race? Why is he running? Fuck it's me. always he too. Why is he running? Why Facts. is John Santiago running? Why is John Barros running? All what do you want? All of the women. Please, in this can we? I, I know we go look at the websites. Can we do it again? I just need to see why you're right. Why they're running really quickly? I just want to okay. know why John Barros. Give it to me. He didn't have a website last time. I did, I think. Barros for mayor. He does have a website? I think last time we looked, did he have? Oh maybe no, he did. that's horrible. <laughs> Is that supposed to be where he tells me? Um, I'm not learning why he he wants to be. Why running. are you running? Okay, good, perfect. <laughs> why are you running, John Barros? I'm I'm so confused. Uh, uh, this you know the best part is this website's not bad, but the pictures they chose are awful. Yeah, they're too. I think somebody might have photoshopped his yes. face. Why he's so smooth? They they did weird stuff. Anywho, um, in conclusion, go to like John Santiago said, too. I want to know why he's running. Uh, <laughs> um, the men that are running for um, mayor, meet John. Let's, let's, go, let's go to meet John. Let's find out more about John. Okay. No, you tell me nothing. Wait, scroll back up there. I want to see. I want to see a little more. Like, like what? <laughs> <laughs> It's not a look. These That's guys, it. But wait, all of these are within. When did he start working? Didn't he work there a while? Yeah, like five years, I think, or so. Why is he about talking about stuff during COVID? Yeah. Okay. Anywho, all right, John Santiago website now. This is fun. Everybody should do this. Go on the website and see if you can learn anything about the candidate. Uh, where? What? There's nothing on his front page. Boston's on this turning point. I'm building a grassroots movement. Okay, learn more about John's story. Creepy picture. Whatever. That doesn't tell me why you want to be mayor. In conclusion, exactly. <laughs> neither of these two candidates have told me why they want to be mayor. So why are you running? Anywho, what was my point? Oh, yeah. So this campaign that I still don't believe we should be spending any money on is about um, recovering our tourism and hospitality, hospitality industry, which I understand is a very big deal because um, a lot of um, black and Latino people in Boston have lost their jobs in all that, the hospitals the throughout the, the city because hospitality of this. and like in, hotels in the hospitality industry and obviously you kind of need a job back mm -hmm. um but i don't feel as though this is quite necessary and i i will never agree really with cities doing um tourism kind of ads and campaigns True. not if you're like a city like boston people are going to come to boston like regardless I just, like there's like, nothing what do you promote in boston like history what do you promote food um, I quite what don't do understand promote? what they're going to promote by boosting local neighborhoods away from downtown. What are you going to promote when we struggle to open our own restaurants? Y'all don't give us liquor licenses. Y'all won't let us be open late. Y'all won't. I mean, now you're letting us cook some food. Yay. At home. Um, <laughs> Like, what? I don't quite understand what good this will be. 
I'm trying to figure out, like, if they really want to do this, well, how about y'all let us fucking party later, open shit later, give us some damn liquor in the fucking restaurants and shit, and then niggas want to come here because it's something to do. Like, nobody want to come here. There's nothing to do. You're going to walk around downtown, smile at those people, just <laughs> not weird. Niggas just weird, bro. Who? Why you do that? Like, it's not like you have, like, cultural connection to it, really. You just, like, I don't know. We, like, Larkin history is strange, you know? They just walk around. They tell you dumb stuff, and you don't care. They tell you colonial facts, you never and cared about And you just look at the old North Church and the, and the freaking... You look at the old city hall and the new city hall and the state house and the shits, and it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And you see the Freedom Trail, and you get hot, and you're like, I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go home. <laughs> Cause it's high and they didn't bring enough water for all of you. There's a lot of kids. It's a field trip. Why they didn't bring enough water? Well, they didn't think you liked that much water, so. And then, but then they later you went to Seven Eleven. They got you some popsicles. That was you know they got you some water too. God win. God bless. Uh, anyway, the point is, they like if you wanna like they have to do more than like what it like I. I need more. I need more. I need clarity. I need more. Um, what, uh, what, what does that mean? Does it mean gentrification? What does that mean? I don't know what, I like, don't, I don't know, considering we had articles for the past 12 months saying is it, and businesses were struggling to survive, so the struggling businesses, um, and it's a largely a digital ad campaign, wouldn't that money be better, better served oh, actually being put also, into the it's community? it's only going to, like, four states. It's going to, like, mainly New England states. Wouldn't that money be better served, like, being Anyone given else? to the businesses so they could like promote themselves or something or the I don't know like or just going into like making the city more there are a bunch of white girls on TikTok visit. that are doing a great job at doing this for free I'm just saying for free didn't didn't even need to spend 2.5 million I don't I don't get it anyway. it don't make sense to me but they're doing that and John Barros wanted his um credit even though I don't think any, this isn't necessarily something that I would be like. He has a very. Yay. St- I don't like these pictures he's choosing. He has a very smooth face. <laughs> it's worrisome. I think he's editing them. That's the problem. Okay, so moving on, there have been um, two separate reports of BPD beating um, a black woman, and um, I think last last week or this week mm-hmm. a black man. Um, I don't. There have obviously because of kind of. With black, the, the fact that they're black people getting abused by the police, there hasn't been a lot of coverage on this. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to bring light to this because um, both of them are trying to seek justice and seek more information so that they can, um, you know, mm-hmm. hold the police accountable. But per usual, police will never admit to their own failures or their own crimes. And these, and some of these are caught on camera. Like, are they yes. both caught on camera? I have to go with. I know the I know the man the more recently was caught on camera the police yes beating the shit out of him when he was already on the ground. Um so yeah, um abolish the BPD. Yeah, there are videos of um a Snapchat video of um the man that was uh, attacked on um 4/3 um so like April 3rd. April 3rd Saturday um by BPD and um if you want to learn more, there is, it's, trigger warning, it's also, like, pretty graphic, graphic. Um, but Black, um, Black Boston has information about both of them. I would scroll through and just kind of check out what they've put um, about it. Hello, Kayan. Hey, what up? How you doing, bro? What's up, Twitch, bitch? Ah, nothing here. Twitch, bitch. But yeah, that's really horrible and a reminder that the BPD is not better. <laughs> no matter what you think, BPD will never be a better force. Um, so there's that. Hi, Victoria. Hi. There's that. Oopie, like so <laughs> That is very hard. Wow. Um, okay. Problems. Um, so a good thing is that not a good thing well a good thing so the red sox released an ad for new jersey that has the boston marathon colors which is why it's um yellow and blue which everybody's like why is it yellow and blue me it's for patriots day what do we do on patriots day usually guys are you guys are you guys being purposefully stupid or just wondering just questioning boston strong remember i guess not 
Anywho, um, so this ad most notably featured the Super Smash Bros. Um, Jenny, um, I only wrote Jenny because we know her, but um, uh, <laughs> Jenny, who is a model and also worked on the community fridge in Rosendale, um, was featured model in Model and activist, model very activist. smart, young person, oh, yes, young so adult. Trigger warning. <laughs> Trigger warning. That's one of our songs on our album. Trigger warning. It's our like semi, like, you know, like semi, like, reggae style. You know, we're like Drake, yo. This is El Drake and French Montaigne over here. You know, we just be culturally appropriate now. You know, keep it keep it funky, my guy. Like, we just be like accent, accent. You know, sometimes we Nigerian. Sometimes we Jamaican. Sometimes we Dominican. So, I don't know what I'm saying. We're Mrs. Worldwide. Yes, we're like we're like Pitbull except um better. We're actually just worldwide. Because we have no gender, we are just a being. You know, you know, like pronouns, they be cool or whatever. Those, those be fine. Use them. So, anyway, <laughs> the ad was really cool, and I drove past Fenwick Park today, and they still have the Black Lives Matter ad up. Did you take a picture? I want to see Jenny. Um, is there a picture? Oh, the ad. Yeah. You haven't watched it? No. It's on the Red Sox page. Oh, it's a video. Yeah. Wow, I didn't watch it because you didn't link it. You, oh. If you don't put the link, I thought in, you would have seen it. Everybody if you don't, was talking about if it. If you don't put the link into the uh, the, the agenda, I'm not gonna see the thing. Wow, wow, so exciting! And I think somebody named Cliff Notes, but I don't know who that is. Yay! This is so cool. All right, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Anywho, so that video came out. Also, a reminder that LeBron James is a partial owner of the Red Sox as well now. So, um, it's, it's quite funny how suddenly the Red Sox have taken such a turn. And now I'm like, wait, this is the return I've always wanted. Finally, I can again be a Red Sox fan with pride. But then you remember that the fans are still racist and they're you're still, just like, they're still the same yeah! people. They're still saying, they're like, yeah, we got LeBron. Let me just... Yeah, LeBron, he's gonna he's gonna take us to the next level. So, that's fun, you know. <laughs> that's cool, though. I, I want a jersey. Yeah, it was cool. The hat's kind of cute, too. It I was... want a hat. I don't know what it looked like, but I want it. The hat, I liked because it... Re... Not the hat. The jersey, I liked because it reminded us of the... reminded me of the American League jerseys that I we have, which it. are really cute. I want... Um, How much are they? Probably like $50, $60. I don't know. I want one. It's my birthday almost coming up. Who? Okay, whoever want to buy me one of those for my birthday. My birthday is May 18th. Buy me one of those jerseys. Um, Yeah. And then tell me you bought it for me. <laughs> and then I'll tell you... And then we could... And I'll tell you where to meet me, bro. What? How much are they? Okay, you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, but you can, though. That's Now I really need somebody to this buy it for me. jersey costs... Let me tell you how much this shit costs. Now I really need somebody to buy it for me, though, because it's really expensive. The authentic jersey right now, for whatever godforsaken reason on the MLB website, costs $434.99. Um, ship's free, though, so... So is this gonna end up in like um? Oh, at TJ Maxx. At TJ Maxx, like like mine I'll keep was. My, I'll keep my eyes peeled. Cause my I want eyes. that jersey. Thanks. My eyes. In the or TJ if somebody Max. wanna spend four hundred and that. Or you could buy just the non-authentic one. It's one hundred and thirty-four dollars. Okay, if you wanna buy me the non-authentic, I guess if you cheap or whatever. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> if you cheap or whatever. No, I'm kidding. Somebody buy me the, the one of these jerseys. You so can much. buy me it in. Probably a large, but I don't know. Maybe an extra large. I don't know. Extra it large, more comfortable. Give me an extra large, men. You know, <laughs> uh, either the four hundred one or the you know. So <laughs> Okay, so that was a really cool thing, especially because Jenny went to BLA. Uh, uh, gang, gang. That's where Ooh, we went. Squad. They trying to. Uh, they trying to steal the Super Smash Bros. I, I saw them perform in our alumni association. Twenty fifteen. Yeah, we saw them at uh, the the. It was with, at the the where was the place? Yeah, the Capital it, One something near there in Back Bay. Something. Yeah. Was, I yep. think they were also, um, they also did a scene in Parliament event that time, didn't they? That's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and the time we saw them at the club. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're elderly. <laughs> saw them at the club. All right, so if you guys have been trying to take an Uber or a Lyft, 
you might have noticed that it's taking forever and it's because of something that Governor Baker passed to um, not allow surge pricing uh, throughout the pandemic, which it makes, in, sense, it in makes sense, like I said, in theory, but in return what this has made it is that a lot of Uber drivers just don't want to, Uber and Lyft drivers just See, but here, here's the issue is that the issue in the beginning is that Uber should pay people better. <laughs> um, that's the first of all. But, uh, yeah, that had an unintended consequence. Yep. Which, and... like, the thing is, I think people have to recognize that everything's going to have consequences. Um, but I really question. honestly think that longer Uber, like, they sometimes they be forcing it, but I've tried a few times, and there, it hasn't been that bad. Like, I feel like in certain places it's worse, because, you know, I've had shorties try to, you know, give me Uber, and it take a long time. <laughs> but... You know. Yeah, hopefully they can do something about the search pricing. Maybe Uber or Lyft will start paying their um, yeah, uh, right. employees as they should be recognized as. I mean, um, they like. I mean, you can whatever, independent contract or whatever, but, like, this is not really, that's <laughs> bullshit. Come on. It's, it don't make sense when uh, the consumer will basically, will rather just not take the Uber or the Lyft and the driver's not driving. So both ways you're taking an L. Less people using your app and less drivers. But whatever. Anywho, um, so, Massive. If y'all haven't seen, if you don't follow any of the people that we follow, which is unlikely, <laughs> but if you don't follow people like um, Domingos, uh, Leon Rivera, Yahaira, um, all of them have been heavily covering the um, opioid crisis slash... Um, <laughs> Uh, the opioid crisis and everything happening on Mass Ave and how it's affecting the lives of the residents and the lives of those that um, are living on Mass Ave and suffering through like addiction and other issues. Um, If you have not noticed, um, as the summer comes, we all know violence tends to increase as well. So there have been an increase in the number of assaults and stabbings and I think even murders that have been occurring on Mass Ave. Yeah, and we've been, yeah, yeah. So that is just a reminder that although we don't always talk about it every show anymore, because man, for like a couple months, it was like every week we were talking about it. It gets hard, it gets tiring, but it's still happening and it's getting worse, honestly. And it's also pushing further into which uh, we've been telling again. people. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, this has been happening for a few years. That it's been pushing off of Mass Ave, and it's, you know. I saw, like, a little bit of a disagreement in the group about, like, um, it pushing into Roxbury versus pushing into, like, Southie. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, you know, somebody was like, in, in Southie, they're going to take care of it, though. Like, they're not going to let it just be there and happen and da-da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. Um, anything bad happened? No. I don't think so. Um, so. It'd be funny if something started just appearing. Well, I guess that could be bad. Um, cool. But yeah, so that's happening still, and obviously what I want uh, people to start asking mayoral candidates is what the hell are you going to do about, about it, and why haven't you in the capacity that you filled? Because all of y'all had c- capacity. All, uh, and if they say it wasn't capacity. my district, what you can also say is the likelihood was, you can Google this, you can find out the committees they were on. Because you can do stuff in your committees in city hall, city hall, or you can do stuff in the committees that you're in in the state house. If you're um, John Santiago, and if you're John Barrows, you ask yourself why you spent so much time in your position and nothing changed. Thank you. Um, so these are questions we have to ask ourselves as this kind of election season shit appears, because we're gonna be in it for a very long time this year. Um, we've already been in it. Since it's hellish. I hate like we just go from election to election. Since Marty Walsh spilled the beans on Michelle Wu and tried to act like he didn't do it, it's been election season. Marty Walsh is so corny. He even knew that he was probably going to be the freaking labor secretary. Like, you're such a cornball. He's such a cornball. I'm so glad we got rid of him, but he's I'm just tired. now in diversity pictures with Joe Biden. He, like, diversity, bro, he been, so, he been telling that <laughs> Look so, at the so diversity so in this picture. He said, my parents were immigrants. From I'm Ireland. Immigrants. I'm a first there. I'm a first generation. I'm a first generation. Bullshit. Well, oh, you know what I found was an interesting concept somebody talked about is that um, calling yourself first generation doesn't make sense 
because you weren't the first generation to like experience it obviously your parents that immigrated here are the first generation that experienced everything and you shouldn't like call yourself first generation for the fact that they experienced everything right they actually had, they had to had, like, they had, had to, to overcome uh, things uh, they actually like had that. to assimilate so I was like, that's a good concept because were probably born here. That language isn't something that we, we used to just call like if your parents were born overseas wherever you were born and you were the first generation, but that's not necessarily true when your parents had to face everything here in America and then you were born. So an interesting concept to think about when we think about the language of um, immigration and immigrant parents. Um, and now moving on to two St. Louis um, news things, one bad, one good. Okay, so bad. Well, there have been, I don't know if folks remember, I think we probably talked about it a few months ago, there have been mm-hmm. a lot of protests in the St. Louis jail uh, because of the terrible fucking conditions of abolished prisons. Um, and yeah, obviously COVID has been a huge situation and just like, uh, you know, they haven't been able to get information out, so... Um, a couple like days ago there was a protest and it was a protest because of human rights concerns and violations and, and lack of transparency and lack of care for these people who are not convicted this is a jail, jail. it's not, not a prison this is a jail these people are are, 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 are economic prisoners these people are economic prisoners they cannot pay bail and that's Imagine why they are in prison you've been in jail a year like, if you got arrested in March. And obviously the conditions were even... It was slowed by COVID. So, um, yeah, this is... Whatever, I don't I don't give a fuck what happened. I don't give a fuck they burn shit. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck if they kill somebody. It was, a, it was a protest. People were dying. People have gotten COVID. That stuff is not... That, that is not humane conditions. We need to get... We need to abolish this shit. This You're is not, not how it's supposed to, to work. You're not meant to spend a year in, j- in jail waiting for a trial. That's you're, not that, how our yes, that you, that's punishment before like before you're actually convicted. You're already being punished just because you don't have enough money. If you were rich, you would be out. Damn, what's homie's name from New York that um killed himself after being imprisoned for a long um, time? Khalif Browder. Khalif Browder is a very important I, person to always think about with situations like this. Who was also in jail for a very long time for before a trial. Um, before a trial, and ultimately, you know, killed himself because of the trauma he went through while in um in jail so these people have been in a lot of them for a year or longer awaiting a court date and then had to deal with the added factors of kind of covid and dealing with being in that mess so um important to bring light to this issue because it's been at this point a couple months of them protesting and having to fight back against what's happening in that jail also the other thing is Thinking of talking about this jail, let's not forget that across the country there are tons of prisons and jails where people are experiencing these same things and fighting to get information out. The, these 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 institutions are run like little fucking dictatorships. Mm-hmm. Like people people don't are not, you know they don't have rights. They don't have they're not able to you know advocate for themselves and be safe and healthy and and you know covid free and not abused and properly fed and, and clean and all that stuff and these are these are that's not humane conditions we shouldn't allow that for any per anybody anybody who is alive shouldn't be in that condition sorry like that's 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 it and we we clearly have proven over centuries that we don't know how to run prison systems so we shouldn't have them like we there it has to be a way to do this better it has to be a way to you also, know if people are so dangerous that they cannot be with the rest of society like you can figure it out cuz i remember there was this twitter account of this person i don't remember what jail i don't think maybe they didn't say or maybe they didn't say i don't remember what jail they were in but at some point they they had a phone and they were tweeting about the conditions and all that stuff but at some point they had to give their phone away because they're coming up for release and, you know, they didn't want to get caught because they were cracking down on that sort of stuff. So they wanted to get out if they could. And, you know, like that stuff is that stuff is horrifying. This is these are terrible, terrible conditions. And yeah, we need to we really need to evaluate like how we like you have to think about how we treat the most the the most hated people in society, because like that that's a measure for how we can treat anybody. In, the, in this, like, 
anybody can do that could that's anybody that's these are not people who are like these are regular people like i don't know i don't know what people think like somebody somebody go somebody talks to the police and all of a sudden they're a monster like these are regular people like some of these people like probably in there for ridiculous reasons for like child support or parking tickets or like you know stupid shit like it's like it's not something you should be in jail in jail awaiting a trial for a whole year for in my opinion you should not be arrested pero um it's just or drugs or it's just things that like when you think about it is it's it's just like wild to think about being in jail for a whole year no trial dealing with covid and let's not forget massachusetts here has a terrible incarceration rate to people and you know that you know that it, it, it falls disproportionately on black and latino people in this state so we have problems here and now hey what's up everybody wwe hall of Famer, the godfather here special shout out to b hyphen and handsome bane for the Rasslecast Power Hour, and it's available everywhere. Podcasts or streams. So everybody, check them out. You know the Godfather will, and it's time once again for everybody at the Hyphen Podcast Group to come aboard the whole train. Smell your latest sweaty marks. Um, something I did want to mention, kind of going back to the state, is... Oh, yes. I've meant to put that on there. Um, so, uh, Massachusetts lawmakers at the state house have been debating on transparency procedures behind closed doors. So, they do not want to have a transparent conversation about being And they're super... They've been so, like, not transparent for, like, the entire, like... Like, and, that's the culture of, and like, it's like, lawmakers. Is that they everybody. They're saying they don't have to be transparent. And that's, like, literally not... That's not how it works. Like, every time stuff... Like, they passed... One of those things, like, a referendum passed um, a couple years ago. And people are like, yes, more transparency. And they're like... And, and you know, all the elected officials are like, yes, of course. We love transparency. And then behind closed doors, they killed the bill. Like... You get into committees, time. you get behind those closed doors. Suddenly those people you thought were progressives were not progressives. Suddenly these people you thought would be kind of transparent are no longer transparent. It's quite, like, amazing to watch so many representatives and state senators go to bat against being transparent. And their, like, reasoning is like, um, oh, I don't want to burn in staff members and it's too much work. <laughs> it's never too much work to be transparent, guys. It is literally never too much You're work. an elected official. You're elected by the people. You need to speak to the people, be clear with the people so they can know that you're doing their agenda and not doing your bullshit. And in case you're wondering, this is also why Massachusetts struggles so much to actually pass progressive policies because it gets behind hidden closed doors and you have no clue what the fuck happens to your bill. Suddenly, and these people smiling your face. That's why they smiling in their face, you know, bitch ass niggas. They be they. You come up to them, you're saying something, you spend some some heavy, and they fucking want to be like, oh yes, I support. I'm with you a hundred percent. And then two months later, they're like, well, well I couldn't. You know, you know, there were things in the middle that couldn't happen that I just couldn't get behind. So I couldn't, even though I told you. But you know, whatever. Y'all are against transparency. But, y'all, I mean, this is why I'm telling these people, like, this stuff is baked into this system. Like, I'm not saying that we shouldn't do our best to work with that or whatever, but uh, we got to be thinking about the future, and it shouldn't be in there. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Anyway. um, Anywho, we have great news from St. Louis. Back to St. Louis. Tashara Jones became the first black woman to be elected mayor of St. Louis on Tuesday. Yay! Hope she's a great person. Same. She look cute though. Because you know, sometimes people be playing us. You know, like 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 a young Batman in Chicago. (laughs) Oh boy. Oh young young little Lord Lightfoot. Um also, yeah, you know, I saw something fun. Like fun? today or yesterday. Ooh, spill tea, sis. Even though I right. know I spill it. 
So, um, fucking, is it, is it fucking Ice or Homeland or one of those fucking little fuckers, those agencies that are terrible and useless, um, are like, yeah, you know, the thing is, like, Trump sort of started a wall, so what we are gonna do is, like, finish the wall. So, yeah, Joe Biden's gonna finish the wall, like, uh, according to, you know, that's a possible, whatever. Uh, don't know for sure, you know. Um, yeah, there have been reports of it. There was one, I'm trying to figure out the person, what department he was in, that stated this. And everybody was like, what are you talking about, Willis? Yes, uh, Department of, damn, goddamn this motherfucker. Department of Homeland Security yeah, Secretary Homeland Alejandro Mayor Caucus? Mayor Caucus? Mayor Mayor, yeah, Mayorkas. Mayorkas? Mayorkas. Okay. Whatever. He said with the conversation with ICE employees last Yep, I was got it right. ICE and Homeland. That the administration was finishing uh, gaps in the wall. And I want y'all to know that every day, it makes no sense why we even voted. Hashtag Blue MAGA. Hashtag build that intersectional border fence. It's not a wall. Isn't it wild? It's not a wall, Alejandra. It's an intersection. Alejandra, it's not a wall. It's an intersectional border fence. Hashtag Blue MAGA. Hashtag it's cool. Hashtag don't worry about it. We just have to stop the illegals. Okay. I mean, the um, immigrants who are not supposed to be. Time anyway. out. Anyway, what? what I mean? thought this homie Joe Biden, John Rob, Joseph Robinetta <laughs> Biden, <laughs> Joseph Robinette Biden, Robinetta. He's Robinetta today. <laughs> I thought Joseph Robinetta Biden Rodriguez <laughs> was, you know, he was like the wall is bad. Um, immigrants, we loved them. What happened? He didn't quite say that. No, he didn't. <laughs> he, he was hanging out with Mister Deporter and Chief, but he did say the wall is bad. So, um, um, where is the and, energy? And more than him saying it's bad, all y'all said it was bad. All these people are going to act like, it's not bad, he just want to, but it's an eyesore to have gaps. <laughs> they're yeah. probably going to say shit like that. These for conservatives sure. are like, so walls work, huh? And I'm like, this is why Joe Biden is a grimy ass motherfucker. You know why? Because these people, it's not that they have a valid argument, but they do have something to counter this motherfucker. Because every time Joe Biden, anybody from his like administration said, says something, it like don't I make said, sense. Blue MAGA, build that intersectional border fence. Uh, clearly, because y'all just don't, y'all just don't, y'all just don't care. Like, y'all just, as long, like, I think, um, it's so funny to watch them sabotage themselves, like, so casually. Like, Joe Biden thinks that being right-wing makes him more popular. It just makes everybody hate you. Because then the right, they want real right-wingers. They don't want somebody who's going to be nice. They, they don't want, want they don't want their policies from a nice mouth. They don't want that. They like the racism. What do you not get? They like the rude. They like the rough. They like the grabber by the pussy. They like all that shit. What do you not get about it? If you 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 can fuck us over by by uh, capitulating to them all the time if you want to, but uh, it's not gonna get you anywhere except like laughed at. Like nigga, they're never gonna respect you. They're not strong Thurman. I don't know. Like nigga, I don't know. Maybe motherfuckers could just get with somebody. They're like, well, he's not a segregationist, but at least he works hard. Like, these people, they're not the same people. I don't know, bro. They don't like you, my guy. They're never going to like you. It's tribalism, dude. And you are confused. Like, how are you going to be the leader of the of the enemy tribe and you can't fucking figure out? You're trying, well, but, but, but we're, they were, we were used to be friends, you know? We were best friends. Like, okay, but they're killing us now. Like, what are you talking about, sir? Joe Biden gave us this measly... Uh, what was it? Uh, 1400, he said. That's enough, right? Joe Biden won't even cancel federal student loans. Cancel the damn student loans. All of the student loans. All of them. Cancel all of it, not $50,000. All of it. Y'all had me voting for no good reason. That's all I want. I'm not doing it again, bro. I'm not about to let y'all kill me not not voting. I'm going to vote again. No, I'm going to probably vote. I love voting. I'm going to vote again. I I love voting, um, but I love... This is why I also love complaining about it, because I voted for his bitch ass. I'm not... I didn't expect... I'm I'm not... But I'm not letting y'all fucking be like, oh, but but it's the end of the world if this one motherfucker doesn't get elected because he's going to be mean while doing the same thing that the other guy would have been doing. Man, at least Donald Trump was entertaining. At this point, this is I'm, miss- I'm just sort of missing like people like Sean Spicer. I really think that wasn't long enough. Scaramucci. Scaramucci was a short era, and I think... Joe Biden just be like, 
Scaramucci was a creepy weirdo. <laughs> man, because that would have been a fun little situation for like three months. Kamala be like, signing they bills. Be, they just be on TikTok with like Kamala's freaking uh, like stepdaughter and shit probably. She probably like the, um, films the video. It, the the major the dog just biting people mm-hmm. that's the most fun news story all right and point. then and then grown adults who are not affiliated with the white house apparently run the twitter that talks for the dogs blue maga send help <laughs> call the police i don't know mm-hmm. whatever no i'm kidding don't call the police i'm only calling y'all blue maga because y'all just be y'all just be making excuses they don't make sense y'all sound like those people bro <laughs> i don't know okay now um, to, uh, some, okay, it's gonna be sad, funny, sad, 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 funny, to end the show. Thank you. Okay. okay. So, Brazil. <laughs> Go on. Brazil is soon to pass the U.S. with COVID deaths. So if you didn't know, the strain of coronavirus that currently is, like, ravaging through Brazil is, um like a bit stronger than the one that most of the country ha- most most of the world has so it's led to a lot more um covid kind of diagnosis um people yeah. having covid people having covid and people dying from covid yesterday when i looked cases cases there we go <laughs> yesterday when i looked there were 333,000 deaths in brazil um in the u.s if you know we're in the 500,000s i think it was like 555,000 yeah around those numbers so um brazil is soon to pr- probably pass the u.s well it depends because the u.s kind of wilding with covid again but it's soon to pass the u.s with covid which is kind of terrible um, it's terrible because it's horrible especially when you consider that um brazil has the largest like black population outside of africa so a lot of the people that are dying and they're because they're poor and black poor and and black people so and they're just like in the u.s not as much yeah exactly yay not as much social services not not it's hard and with the president that's basically their own donald trump so it's great stupid he didn't believe in covid at first i think that was fun didn't he get COVID too? I think so. And he said he used chloroquine. Yeah. Anyway, fun. Yay. Also, uh, I just want y'all to know the UK apparently isn't racist according nope. to the UK. Never. Um, which is fun considering they colonize like most of the world and like we're super reluctant to give it up and also refuse to give up any like treasures they stole and also are like super racist and like there are a lot of examples they didn't ask the people who were actually like affected by racism it was really fun like it was just fun they're like what do you mean we think we're perfect (laughs) serving study it was like yes we've done a study of ourselves and we think we're great we were systematic racism the U.S. might have that, but the U.K. Yeah, it's real funny that. because I wonder where the U.S. Where, got that up. Where are you learning from? Like, hmm. I wonder what country would, like, you know, have could colonized a, could it be your daddy? the 13 coloni- colonies, you know, and had, you know. Your daddy was, country? I don't know. I wonder what country colonized a bunch of the Caribbean, had a bunch of slaves, <laughs> and really more, more, more enslaved people than white people. In a lot of places, most uh, most notably um, in the U.S. <laughs> so many also places. Notably in the Jamaicas, <laughs> Jamaica, Jamaica, Barbados. Um, but you know, um, you're not racist. You know. It's uh, you know Africa. You accept, know Nigeria. We accept that South you're not racist. Africa. It's it's fine. It's just when you know all, India when all the I mean, when all Kong. those like biracial um, British people pop up and they're like they were really racist against me. But Israel, okay. you know, it's just okay. the whole concept of Israel. That was mostly them. That was you. So, yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I don't know. I find it kind of hard to think that the UK is a racist. Also, you know, we we definitely had homies like, well, what color is the super white baby going to be? Like, okay, <laughs> what, I don't know. What, what color is the 25% black baby going to be? I don't know. I don't know. With a light-skinned mother and a ginger father. Nah, I don't know. We anyway. never know. Okay, so um, back to sad news. Um, so, I don't, we don't know how to pronounce this, but we're assuming it's, um, Tigray, Tigray, or Tigray, um, they're a group in northern Ethiopia that is stating that there is ethnic cleansing occurring that started back in November 2020 after elections. So, um, I don't know exactly what kind of sparked it beyond the fact that there was an election, and then there's, an election's usually enough for most countries to start violence. Right. There's an election. And they're an ethnic minority. 
and I, I think they probably, I think it's, I probably had something to do with not voting for the current no. president. Yeah. Uh, um, that, that's something that happens. You know what's fun? If you study, uh, like, if you say like history and like world politics, like those sort of like uh, sociology type histories or sorts of thing, government, um, you see a lot of patterns. And you like don't have to know the information to know the information about why stuff is happening. Um, I think like, yeah, that's a genocide happening. Yeah. <laughs> and that sort of is terrible. You know, it's really, it's, it's interesting because uh, Ethiopia... Um, and Eritrea finally, like, sort of normalized relations, got, like, friendlier. This is after, like, years and years of conflict. Um, At least 20 of, like, specific conflict and more years of just not you know, talking. Yeah. And um, now they're working together. Uh, the governments of Eritrea and Ethiopia are apparently working together to uh, do this ethnic cleansing, this genocide. So, yeah, that's great. Yep. Uh, Oh, definitely. We have to keep our pay, like do something about this. I mean, people are people also, are. Also, a lot of their uh, farmland was burnt, which is now which has pushed them to like stage four of almost famine. Um, so that's great. A lot of more people in famine, which we already know is a big issue in East Africa, at least, right? Yes. yes. The brain confusion with us <laughs> being east and them being east um, in East Africa. So. Um, Horrible, but something to bring near, like nearby Sudan. Yes. Um, So and then, okay, we're getting near the end of the side of the stuff. Um, In Myanmar, it's continuing to be a bad situation. Russia is considering putting sanctions on Myanmar, which sanctions never work on people. Sanctions never work on anything. Um, So it's gonna continue to push some agenda to cause some type of. I just love how we can like interfere in anything except a genocide like we can do anything except like interfere in a genocide yeah we'll be like oh they're they're putting a they they want to elect this communist president (laughs) this socialist we cannot have that oh but this person that we put in office is killing half of the country Uh, oh everybody's starving (sighs) let's uh, let's bomb them so yeah that's for charitable donations to help them and then we'll take them all. Clinton's. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. Um, and then pop and pop culture news. DMX, uh, we have them as our background. Oh, my freaking... Uh, I'm so upset. DMX is on life support. He, he's been that way for several days. Um, An alleged overdose. Yeah. Um, and people... I mean, they, they apparently did the test for brain a, a last test for brain function today so i don't know how that came out but i hope it showed hoping. brain function. i'm praying hoping like it would be a miracle he's been it's been a long time i i, I feel like folks like folks keep like giving updates it's not an update like he's it's basically the same like it's, it's telling me it's not good like it's probably i'm not like you know hope and pray and and, and wish and and anything else you can do for send good vibes and all that stuff, uh, but it's not looking great, great right now. Um, but we're hoping and praying, and you, we know he's gotten through so many things. Uh, so yeah, and he's a man who believes in stuff like that. So I have to believe. Facts. I have to believe too. No, we go. We got. You gotta pray like DMX later. Yeah, you know. You gotta pray. <laughs> too bad you don't have like a Bible verse that's really good. Yeah, I'm, too bad I'm not religious at all. <laughs> yeah, um, I was like, I never read the Bible like that. Like, I would read it sometimes, but I didn't. But um, um, also, I one thing I do wish is that we had more consistent like reporting. The like family attorney keeps saying different stuff and right. then having to go back and say no, and it's really, it's like a a tug back and forth of like playing with your emotions of right. like finding out information, not finding information. Like I just went on Twitter to like find an update. The first tweet was, TMX does not have COVID, per an official source. The next tweet was uh, Complex saying that DMX's manager said he had COVID, and it was just... Yeah, that's nice. It's a lot. So it's it, it was horrible news to get this weekend. Yeah, like, I'm really... This is really upsetting to me. I think, like... And I, I mean, if, if you're a rap fan, you know DMX, like, you love DMX, everybody does... 
Um, not not only for his music, but for his like his personalized energy, his 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 vibe, the way he you know, just the way he moves and what he's contributed and and, and that sort of thing. Um, and I think DMX is uh, I think DMX is sort of a, I think he's like a perfect figure to uh, like that that represents a lot of what his generation was um, mm-hmm. in so many ways because. Gen X was a generation that was like everybody was like these these motherfuckers are gonna die they're gonna die young and we don't give a fuck and their parents didn't give a fuck and like they're, they're like you know let him paint fuck a literally, helmet on a bike literally raised by the streets fuck a helmet on a bike like you know I mean how like we, we we ask about the apathy and we wonder why and all that stuff and like you know why not like when when how many people didn't make it out of, make it into the 2000s didn't make it out of the 90s like that stuff is that stuff is rough and for a person like DMX like when we think about like uh drug addiction and all that stuff like we we really dehumanize the people who who you know who who suffer, suffer from you know through through drug addiction and that sort of thing and drug abuse and like I just it doesn't take a special person to get addicted to drugs. It doesn't, you're not you don't have to like you don't get addicted to drugs and become a monster. You don't get addicted. You're not. It's not magic. It's not like it doesn't. It, it, it can happen, it to, can anybody. happen to anybody. And 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 it doesn't. And this doesn't matter. But a person like DMX, like the way he got introduced, addi- introduced to uh, to crack was you know from an older friend at fourteen in in um you know, in a joint or a blunt or whatever, and he didn't even know it was in there, you know? Consensus of smoking weed, not crack. Like, and that, and that's awful. It's terrible, and it doesn't matter in the sense of, in the long run, like, it's, like, either way, the solution is the same, and, and, like... It's just horrible. It just sucks. I think, like, it. this is, like, the worst thing <laughs> to happen it's just it's, it's, it, 21, it's, 21, it's, 21. So it's like ways, why does it have it to speaks, happen like this is it terrible it speaks to like so many issues that like we still deal with like when we talked about Mass Ave a lot of those people are just like DMX introduced to drugs at a at a weird time got into drugs at a weird moment or a tragic moment in their lives like there are so many people like suffering from addiction and and DMX specifically spending so many years locked up, like locked up, and then trying so hard. Like DMX is, if you don't know, what mo- most people do know this, but if you don't know, DMX is like fought really hard to try and be sober. Because he's very open about it. He's a person who want who wants people to learn from his mistakes. So he's very open about his struggles. Um, and you know, some people are able to be that way, and if, you know, he's, I'm glad he's comfortable to be that way, because I know it helps people, and he's mm-hmm. that way in his music, he's that way just in his life, and his speaking, and, and all that stuff, and, yeah, like, <laughs> like, losing him would be real, real not good for me, I'd be on this show crying, <laughs> like, like, I'm still not recovered from Chadwick, so Chadwick, Kobe, like, oh, like, so I many people. I can't even say Kobe, me like, ugh. Me still, when I see pictures of Chadwick, I, like, cry, and I'm like, ugh. Me looking at, bro, I'd be like, ugh. Ugh, please. No, why are these people gone? But, um. In these know, ways. Thinking so about DMX, you know, really cool to see all those, like, rough riders and other bikers and people show up outside of his hospital to give him the good vibrations because, you know, DMX is very, like, well, it is very religious and, like, is very, like, Spiritual. about spirituality and just kind of, like, you know, not I'm not saying like the energy people bring, but I'm saying the energy people bring it helps some people. So um, that was really cool to see. And it, and if if anything, it's supportive to his family, which he has a lot of, as he joked. <laughs> yeah, he do, he do got a lot. Of, he don't even got a joke about that. He do got a lot. He got of kids. a lot of kids, a lot of baby mamas. And I'm and I'm hoping that um, kind of hip hop will uh, do what they need to do, which they they some they usually do for um, artists. Because DMX was also a part of that era where your money was not great. Yeah. Um. It also it's nice to see like his like um his current fiance and his ex wife. Um. You know, like embracing and stuff like that. Like, it sucks. It, <laughs> it sucks. sucks. All of it oh, sucks. I'm so tired. I don't want it at all. 
DMX, like, please, like, ah, if there's a God, don't take this man, come on. We need him, On this topic, but off this topic, I really would like for people to not um, be talking about DMX and Demi Lovato. I don't want it. I don't need it. I keep seeing it I didn't see that, thank God. I don't want it. It's because Demi Lovato tweeted about, like, survivor's remorse. Yeah. And I was like... I, Demi Lovato doesn't know when to not speak. But I'd really like for there to, like, first give grace to people suffering through addiction because that's. Really, and also, like, like, let's not forget that Demi Lovato did go through abuse. Like, you be a child star <laughs> at six years old Yo, and be slightly chubby. I, Try it. I have watched like, these fucking. Um, <laughs> I watched her documentary, and this is another good reason. The reason I brought it up is because. Both of them have both been very open about their, like, struggles with addiction and trying to be sober. And I think it's very important that we give both of them kind of grace and give them kind of, like, empathy. Because addiction is horrible. Like, it's a horrible thing to go through. I watched Demi Lovato's um, document documentary, if you're Maria, <laughs> um, documentary. And she talked about how um, her father was an alcoholic and abused substances. Her mother also had an eating disorder and abused some substances at one point in life. Um, she was abused. She was like, um, I think she was raped by somebody that was in Camp Rock. She um, had a low self-esteem from being in child beauty pageants. Like, there were so many, like, traumatic things that, for anybody, could lead you to, at some point, do drugs in your life. And there is, like, no room for any of us to judge because of how, like, anything can lead you to do drugs. Literally anything. And so, it's very important to give these people grace. Although, Demi Lovato, please don't say that weird stuff. Demi Lovato, just shut up. <laughs> like, that's the thing. Like, you just gotta, stuff. you just gotta know your lane is peak white woman behavior. I'm giving you great... I want to give you grace in your addiction, all that shit. That's important to me. But shut the fuck up. Nobody, nobody want to talk about you. We're talking about DMX. Shut up. We're not talking about you. You're not on the. You're not on the life shit. Shut up. And um. Anyway, um. And lastly, <laughs> lastly, this is a fun topic. Um. Hopefully, it's fun topic because it should be you spiraling really quickly for a lot of people. But. It's fun because the video was fun. So Paul Pierce was hopped on IG Live a few days ago last week. Um, I don't know when, but he popped on IG Live with some some um, sex workers. I don't know some strippers. I don't know if they were other things, but strippers uh, smoking and uh, drinking. Being Paul Pierce, uh, being being drunk. a former NBA player. Um, my thing, and you know, he and ESPN parted ways. Parted ways. My thing about it is like I don't. Think per se, I don't know if I'm underreacting, but I don't think it was like a fireable offense per se. Me personally, because like I support sex workers, and I support getting drunk on your own time. Disney owns fucking ESPN. Sometimes yeah. I be forgetting that ESPN is but to be I'm family like, friendly. But like I'm like I guess that's bad for their brand or whatever. But my thing is like if you cover the NBA, we know people in the NBA. We know NBA players. They be doing stuff. And if you spent 20 years being an NBA player and you just stopped. That got stabbed in Dudley. You know I was was going there. You know I never bring up Paul Pierce without talking about him getting stabbed in Roxbury in 2001. (laughs) Um, Because Paul Pierce is that that nigga, like, who would go on IG Live with a bunch of whoever. Anyway. So I don't. I personally don't feel. I went fire him for my company. Me personally, but I'm not ESPN. Me, I just and I don't know a new and TV. And you know what? This may, maybe this why I don't have a, a billion dollars. <laughs> maybe because cause, you know Cause I don't you, care. There you love them strippers. Yeah, I'm in love with a stripper. Anyway. Um, so yeah, Paul Pierce said, "I don't give a fuck." He said, "I got something new coming, anyways," and I was like, "Damn right, Paul." Pierce. I was like, "All right, King." That's why I wear your jersey, King. Paul Pierce carries the energy as though he was born in Roxbury. You know, Paul Pierce body body. Paul Pierce know? is a, a true Bostonian through and through. Yes, Paul Pierce. He doesn't hate living no. here, but so do all the rest of us. It's <laughs> exaggerating when you have to take a big poop. Me also, I've done that as well. I've also felt like I was going to die and needed to be carried off a court. No, I haven't. I wish. That would be kind of cool. Um... There are so many things about Paul Priest that are hilarious, and it just, hey, excuse me, how are you going to sign me off at the end of the episode, Google? <laughs> well, I don't even care, because I'm done. I don't even need you know, that like, no give more. Me, I'm going to take a second and talk about Google and what it's been doing to me. <laughs> I pay.
pay a Everyone good... like, all right, time to go. No, 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 <laughs> y'all won't listen. I pay a good solid $12, $6 for me and her to have our obviousnonsense.com emails. And we, every week, create, we have a folder for these agendas where we write, we share ideas, we go, ooh, this is what we want to talk about. Cool. Bang. Boom. Past like two, three weeks, I've created them within the goddamn folder. <laughs> and they have not been there. Malaysia uh, messaging me being like, she probably like, crazy? She going nuts? Because it's not there. And when you look on the phone, it's not there. Because I looked today, <laughs> and I had to refresh Google to make it work. So tell me, Google, how am I paying you $12 a month for you not to work? Anyway, that's it, um, that's, it that's the end. Uh, what's up? We, it's 9, 10. It's the perfect time to end. Um, I'm, y'all, y'all saying, my friend? Uh, y'all, don't make me go again, boy. Don't make me go again. <laughs> This is a hyphen podcast production. Are you not entertained?